As soon as I knew that that song was gonna be a hit, when Dixie the Million used it. Like, they gave me a Porsche because there was no other Corvette, so I gotta get the Corvette. If something happens to me, somehow, just know that I didn't do it. Today's guest is a music sensation with his famous song hitting over 78 million streams, but he didn't stop there. Now he's come all the way from Canada to tell us about his journey and where he's headed to next. Please welcome Tiago. Mr. Tiago, get that mic nice and situated. What's up, everybody? Damn. You, Tiags. I look like I just got out of bed. You look like you just finished a concert. <laughs> <laughs> literally, bro. Literally, damn. But uh, no, I'm I'm grateful to be here. This is a blessing just being in LA. So uh, I'm I'm you know super grateful. Thank you for coming. Yeah, I hit you up super last minute last Dude, night. Dude, of course. I mean, isn't everything last minute? <laughs> it is, bro. I mean, you you. I was literally gonna talk to you about Canada, this Canada, that, but you just moved to LA, huh? Just moved. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, super, super happy to be here. Is this something that was like a last minute decision? Like, fuck it, I'm moving to LA. Or was this like um, planned? Or like, dude, honestly, it was like uh, I would just like bring it up, saying like, oh, like I really gotta be out here. Like, I really gotta like find a place to rent or whatever. And uh, I was in the studio and just talking about it. And next thing you know, I went back to Canada, and uh, I, I, it was like a month past, right? And a homie, producer homie, just his, hit me up, and he's like, "Yo, bro, like we're actually looking for like another roommate, whatever. Like, you know, like we got the studio here, whatever." And I'm like, "Dude, like, fuck yeah, why, why I, not?" I, and I, yeah. um, just fuck did it. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. the beauty of like what you're doing is a lot of people like come to LA. To pursue something in anything like entertainment, whatever it is, yeah. you came here already at the top of the fucking game. So it's like, you, like a yeah. different situation for you. Yeah, huh? dude. Like uh, the thing is, like I, I really had no one to speak with. I had no one to like really, like it was just me type thing. You know, it was really just like me and my laptop, and I had no connections. Right. So after the whole thing happened, I was uh, I got reached out to like get flown to LA. And after that, dude, uh, I started to see like there was way more out there than just me being in my basement type thing, you know? So, uh, yeah. So what's the music scene like in Canada? I know like when you hear music, you think LA, what, Atlanta, Chicago. Yeah. But like Canada, obviously you hear Drake's name, but like what goes on over yeah. there in Canada that we're, we don't know here? I mean, I'm from a city called Ottawa. So it's like the capital city of there. And uh, to be honest, there's not like a lot going on. Like, yes, there is, like, you know, people that do music. But over there, it's very, like, a, like very competitive type thing. Like, if you if there's someone that blows up, they'll come straight out. You're saying, like, oh, let's work, let's work, let's work. But uh, if, like, every... It's, it's funny because everybody says, like, yo, we got to support each other. Like, in every room that I go in, it's always the same shit. Yeah, we got to support each other. We got to support each other. And as soon as that conversation is done, literally everybody's just like, yeah, no, like, I'm going to blow up. Like, I don't need him, blah, blah, blah. It's very, very like that. <laughs> Stuart just this got guy. here. Stuart's here every episode. What's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my question is, damn, what's going on back there? Oh, the McDonald's? You didn't get us any food? <laughs> yeah. We don't do McDonald's. We don't Ooh. do McDonald's. We're healthy out here. This belly is the health belly. <laughs> Sponsored by Shake Shack. <laughs> no. Okay, maybe. Please. Um, do you guys have beef in Canada? Or is everyone just too nice? Like if rappers go at it, one pulls a gun, I was like, nah, dude. 
My bro, bad. We don't do that shit out. <laughs> I mean, dude, like I, I went to high school with this like uh this guy and then he became a rapper, bro. And literally in the news I hear like he went to an Airbnb party, whatever, and apparently a fifteen year old pulled up on him and just fucking shot everybody oh, in shit. that shit. A rapper died. Rat well, another one is in a wheelchair and the other one got shot in the on the jaw. So he literally is carrying some like Weird oh, so it's real out there too bro it's like but it, it's funny because like it's such a like government oriented city that the the fact that there's shit that like that that happens it's like bro like come on like they think they're in some like fucking like new york or i don't know like any type of like world type shit but uh nah man it's it's supposed to be a chill place but just they think they're top shit rappers like guns whatever i don't know gang gang so like yeah no i, I try to stay out of that no. so you, you obviously you grew up there you were born in canada yeah at what age did you get inspired to start making music was it in high school was it before um it's funny because like i used to be a dancer for like a very long time i danced literally for like 14 13 years and um i started actually dance because at the age i i lived from canada at the age of you know when i was born till the age of nine and uh, then my dad actually got a job as a diplomat. So we actually moved to Europe, Belgium. And uh, in Belgium, I lived literally nine years of my life there. So that's when I picked up dancing. Next thing you know, my dad's job was done. And after that, we uh, decided to, uh, to move back to Venezuela. In Venezuela, I lived there for six months. You know, started like uh, lifting weights, whatever, you know, getting my mindset right. And then from there, we moved back to Canada. And then in Canada, that's when I was like, yo, like, I don't want to be just a dancer. I don't want to be just like a background dancer. I want to be in the spotlight. So I told myself like, yo, like, I, I feel like I can do more than just dance. And that's when, you know, I started vlogging, but it wasn't really fulfilling. And then at some point, bro, like I got in a situation. And after that, I was like, yo, like, I'm going to do music and uh made the first song just like in my laptop and shit and i was like yo this is the next thing so, so obviously a lot of people know you for your famous song yeah um yeah. how long did it take from the time you started making music up until you created that one that because i was that that was the one that was a breakthrough for you yeah right? it was it was actually my heart went oops okay. that was the one and then the follow-up was they call me tiago okay yeah so how yeah. like what was the process how many songs because i know like guys like russ Cause Russ, oh, yeah. you know Russ. I heard his story posting what, what, what one song a day <laughs> yeah. until he fucking one blew song up. A week, yeah. One song one a week, whatever week, yeah. it was. I'm like, is it like that for you or what? Dude, was your process? for me, it was like make a song, post it, make a song, post it, make a song, post it. And bro, I took probably like over 150 to a 200 songs before seeing that spark of success with uh, my heart went oops, and. Um, Bro, I was dropping songs and getting no attention, bro. Like, no attention, no attention, no attention. And I'm like, what the hell? And then um, I actually started to pro promote my music through uh, Instagram memes. Like, uh, I started, like, uh, you know, put my music and then, like, a gra like, a guy running against a wand. Then there's, like, explosion, whatever. And then the beat drops and it's my song. But then at some point, dude, like, my, uh, my, my Instagram got deleted because a lot of them were against the community guidelines. So after that, I was like, I have no other way to promote my music. But then I listened to this dude, Gary Vee. Everybody knows that. Fuck! <laughs> so much fucking value? Fucking Fuck. patience? Fucking pay. Fuck your parents, Tiago. Do you have parents, Tiago? Fuck them! <laughs> fucking right, take Gary. your parents, fucking make them an NFT, and fucking sell them on eBay. Shit! My man! Fuck! My man! <laughs> my man! <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that guy. Bro, and he was saying like TikTok? TikTok? Yep, yep. And I was like, I'm gonna go you start having dreams of that shit like Yo. you're sleeping. TikTok? TikTok? You're like, fuck it, I'll Yo, post my music. Yeah. It was like haunting me, like TikTok, patience, NFTs. <laughs> Literally, bro. And um and then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do TikTok. Everybody was saying like, "Oh, it's only for 15 year old, uh, 15 year old kids or whatever." Girls dancing, like, ah, nah. No one was taking it seriously, but I was like, I have no other choice. So I started posting, posting, and bro, after 702 posts, I finally had wow. a viral video. And um, the way that I made that video was, I was just looking at like the video, like trending videos, right? Then I saw this guy saying like, "I'm in the ghetto, ta ta ta," you know that, like, 2019 yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. And then I looked at the comments and I saw like, yo, someone make a song with this, make a song with this. So I was like, you know what? That's what I'm going to do. And then I did the whole video like, oh, how to make a song with this. And then I did the whole video. And then that was like the first uh, thing of success that I saw, which that that shit hit like 13 million views. Wow. And I was like, yo, this shit works. Let me double down. And then the rest. Uh, so is, so did you see TikTok growth before you saw streams on Spotify? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, a hundred percent. After that first viral video that I was talking to you about, that was the first song on YouTube that I hit over like a million. Like it hit like two million, and on Spotify too. And I was like, "Yo, that's crazy! Like that's insane to me." You know. So but, I uh, guess you've probably been on a bunch of podcasts. Probably asked you the same shit, but I'm gonna ask you too. Yes, ask me. Who's Margo? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, just stay on brand. I'm gonna say I still don't know, but. Mm -hmm. Margo is a lizard. It's literally like a, a, a bearded dragon lizard, a yellow lizard. And uh, dude, it was it's so funny how I made the, the song because like the story is so like it's so what the fuck, right? So uh what did it happen? Yeah, I was scrolling on TikTok, same shit. And then I see I see people tag me on this like girls just saying, like, excuse me, her name is Margo with her lizard holding her lizard and um, no Margo, no well. Now is that the sound Margo. that plays? Yeah, that's the sound. So I was like, yo, like, why are people why is this viral? Like I literally saw the amount of videos that that sound had. It had like 326,000 exactly. And I was like, why the fuck is this viral? Like, I was like, bro, like this is ridiculous, right? Well, I mean, no, not like, I don't want to say like ridiculous, but like, it's like, I don't understand why something so simple is viral. Yeah. So in my head, I was like, okay, the day before I made like a beat and I really liked it, but I didn't rap on it. So in my mind, I was like, you know what? I'm going to grab, I'm going to like grab that little intro. Oh, before that, I actually saw um someone produce it with the Margot thing. And I was like, bro, that, like I can do way better than this. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do it sampled the excuse me her name is margo grab that and i just put it on the beat that i already made and then after that i was like all right she's like talking about her like oh excuse me her name is margo but i'm gonna come in and i'm gonna be like they call me tiago right yeah and i didn't know who was margo i didn't know what the hell was happening so i was like literally recorded like they call me tiago i paused came back and i was like i don't know who's margo so I guess that's what a lot of people don't know. You make your beats, huh? You, yeah. You made that beat. You make your beats. Yeah. You not only rap, you're producing. You're Produce, yeah. And Definitely. See, yeah. that's crazy. Like a lot of people probably heard that. They're like, this kid probably said some words over a song and didn't have any kind of talent. But no, this is like, it's deeper than. Yeah, man. Like, uh, I mean, the way that I made a song was like, 
I didn't know at all that that song was going to take off. I, I didn't know at all. That's why I was like so, like the verses, like for me, I think the verses are really weak. But in my mind, I was just making because I really thought like, okay, this is not going to go so far. Which is also the truth with a lot of entertainers, whatever it is, whether it's whatever I do, like skits, music, yeah. whatever. Like the thing that gets you to where you're trying to go isn't the thing you think is going no, to, you know? It's, that, is, it's always that one that you're like hesitant about. Not even if it's like, I'm just going to put this out and that's what does it. Yeah. And when I put out that song, man, I didn't even like it. Like the beat was dope, but my vocals on it, I was like, yo... Like no one, I, you know, that like anxiety, little anxiety that you feel like, ah, no one's going to like this. Like, why am I posting it? This is cringe. Yeah. Dude, I like literally just in my bathroom, just like dancing, like my hair's crazy. Like I'm wearing like some like pajama shit and I'm like, they call me Tiago. I don't know. And that video just took off. Like it didn't take off like so fast. So I was like, okay, like I'm going to just leave it. But this is, I feel really cringe about it. And bro, that shit took off. And I was like, there's no way. And then. As soon as I knew that that song was going to be a hit is when uh, when Dixie D'Amelio used it. Oh! As soon as I saw that, I was like, round two, yeah. round two. And then Charlie used it two times. Wow. And then that shit just went crazy. Yeah. that And then labels flying out and all that. So was... talk to me about that. Because my next question was getting into more of like the music end of things. Because obviously mm -hmm. you said your fame ultimately started from TikTok and grew out to other things. How was it in the music industry when these bigger artists look at you coming up? Was there a lot of backlash that you got for being from TikTok and getting into the music mm. industry and breaking through it? How was like how did that breakthrough happen and what was the process of what how it did? So that's an interesting question. I don't think ever, no one has ever asked me that, but um it was interesting cuz like I came from like that TikTok, you know, background and um I did get support like from like mainstream artists like dj snake for example he like posted my song on his story and i was like yo this is crazy um who else fuck i don't even remember because i saw like I last week it. you posted like you were you said what's up to akon i'm like oh is yeah. this kind of thing like they're now like accepting of these artists that are coming up from something like tiktok now i think so but before when i like 2020 like i don't think any artist really was reaching out like to work with me and no artist like wanted i did message uh sway lee mm -hmm. but uh he just ended up not replying after he, he replied once but then he just stopped replying but um no no i i think there's like the you know how like that era of soundcloud rappers like nobody was like okay nah like these are not gonna be like i think it's happening the same thing with tiktok i think now tiktok artists are gonna be the new like soundcloud type rappers Which was where who, they're gonna like, get mainstream little pump little uzi Perk, yeah yeah those kinds of guys. Uzi and also lot nav yeah and uh i i really think now with tiktok i think TikTok, it, there's some artists that are gonna say and some artists are just gonna have like that one hit and that's it because mm -hmm. it's 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 hard because like like for example i was just at the gym uh yesterday and uh, apparently there was like this like influencer uh thing where you can like go for free whatever and I said like they asked me like oh so what do you do it's like oh yeah I make music uh, you probably heard of the song that goes like they call me Tiago I don't know and then I played it for her and she's like oh my gosh I fucking know this what the hell and every time it's the same reaction like they know the songs but not the artists right so I think there's like that um that uh not I wouldn't say it was it's an issue but it's something that I feel like a lot of artists need to break down 
in terms of blowing up on TikTok. Cause like the way that I did it was I would make so many videos saying like, Hey guys, I'm the guy that made this song. I made it in every language and it reached out worldwide, literally Europe. I literally did it in German in in, in Portuguese in Spanish and French in Russian, Russian. It went crazy. Like over 7 million views. Just me talking in Russian, literally saying, Hey guys, I'm the guy that made this song. And that's how I grew my following. And, um, yeah. and then did you ever like, so you only told people in those languages or were you like actually singing the song in those languages? Oh, no, 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 not at all. No, no, no. I would, I would really be like, yo. No sé quién es Margo. It's like blowing up in Mexico. Me llaman Tiago. That would have been smart. That would have been smart, actually. Uh, and, and the convo that I had with Akon, he was telling me like he would make the version, the way he blew up, he made Locked Up. Mm-hmm. And he, he told me like, the way that um, that he blew up worldwide, he just made every single language the same song. Oh, he did. Locked up and collabed with the big artists from the other countries. And that's how he was like, because after Locked Up, he literally told me like, he thought he was like made it type thing. But he was like, no, like there's actually more than he literally did that shit. And that's what literally took him worldwide type shit. And I was like, damn, because like, you know, I was like relating and he was like relating because of the whole TikTok thing, whatever. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's a big step that the guys like these are guys that we both probably grew up listening to. Dude, and it's yes. like, wow. And like you're just like that guy's just like on another caliber, like never going to get in contact with this guy. This is just like a legend. And then like for you, like there was probably a point in your life where you're like, no, I'm going to do this shit. I'm eventually going to like you have visions. But it's like that thought of like meeting with these like a one guys like. And never then it happens, dude. How crazy never, is that? <laughs> I, I would have never thought. And it's funny because, like, the way that I met Akon was just me showing up to a TikTok meeting. Like, just, like, got hit up, went to the TikTok meeting, was there, and then just talking about... Uh, it's, like, a real hype creative. I don't know if you've heard of them. Mm-hmm. It's Jake a... Uh, who? Yeah. Jake the Shooter. Jake the Shooter. <laughs> uh, I, don't know. I know the CEO. Her name is Erica. Yeah, but um, they basically are really close with Akon and uh, Stevie Aoki, and uh, and uh, the, yeah, they literally just like told me, hey, like show up, just come, whatever. Yeah, because I saw that shit. I was like, you know, a lot of times people are like at a club or whatnot. Like my yeah. friend, he was at a club, for example, walks into the bathroom, sees Lil Wayne with a security guard. Like Lil Wayne's on the urinal. It's like you don't expect that shit, but it's like right. a lot of times you'll see videos and pictures, and it's like, oh, they just happen to be there. Mm. And then for you, I was like, oh, he just—they probably just happen to be in the same building. And then I saw him saying hi to you. I was like, what the fuck? Like, oh no, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> like after, like I, I was in the meeting, but Akon wasn't there. Like she tried to call him, but he was unreachable. And then I went home, and literally, probably like five months later, she gives me a call, and she's like. Oh hey, like um, uh, Akon is trying to do like this NFT TikTok thing, and since you, you know, you're the guy TikTok guy, whatever that makes music, uh, we really want you to do something with him. Uh, he already checked your stuff out, whatever. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, holy shit, that's that's crazy. And then she told me like, yeah, uh, first uh, let, let's like meet, uh, and then next thing you know, I fly out to Miami, and then literally just went in the DJ Khaled studio actually, wow. just went in there and. Akon was just like right there and I'm like, oh yo, what's up? He's like, hey man, like and I'm like, that's crazy. And then he was giving it's funny because he was giving props to me, saying, like, bro, that's crazy. Like, cause like now he really wants TikTok, bro. Like he is like yeah. trying to gain that. And uh the fact that he was like showing me so much respect, I was like, in my mind, I was like, 
but you're Akon, you know, like you're, you're, that's great. You know, like you never really like the fact that an OG like that gives you props mm -hmm. and you're like, that's how you know you're doing that's, it. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. And it, it's true. A lot of these not older, but like the, the generation before us of guys who had made it like the OGs, yeah. the A-list celebrity, whatever uh, musicians, uh, they're now trying, they're literally trying to get on TikTok. They're promoting everything. Even a lot yeah. of them are just taking like, I think DJ Khaled started a big thing when he was doing Snapchat, oh, yeah, but nobody knew true. what the fuck he was doing. That's true. And like, true. you see where DJ Khaled's at now. DJ Khaled could literally take someone and give them overnight fame. Uh, I think a good example is that Friday guy, if you know who Friday is. Friday. Uh, he, he was on DJ Khaled's song, God Did. I know you wish me. He did. He just did a song with Lil Baby. <laughs> Friday. Who's Friday? Friday. I'm about to play some Friday. What is? He, I like sound just like, like him, a, by the way. Is he like a like a TikToker? No, no. This guy just was making music in his uh, like his room, and then here's his voice. And he did he like blow up, dude. DJ Khaled put him on the first song of his album with like Rick Ross, Jay Z, and everything. And just... Um. If I play a video here, Chris could pull it up, right? Yeah. I'm gonna show you this video, bro. This video is crazy. Like this guy was literally in his room. DJ Khaled took him, put him on the first song of his album, and now he's got like songs with Meek Mill, one with Lil Baby. Like now he just released his own album too. That's insane. Like look at this shit, bro. It sounds like he's got auto tune on his. Chris put this up on the screen. <laughs> Wait, did he take that video or he just like went to the studio? This is what he saw. Like I think this is what did it. He sounds like he has auto tune. <laughs> oh, this is live. He's not even live. The mic. Oh. Okay, no, there is a little bit of reverb though. Yeah, no, that has reverb. Right? Oh, that's edited. Listen to him talk, bro. It's hilarious. There's a mic there somewhere. <laughs> and then gets right back into it look at this shit bro no, that's oh dude <laughs> but it's great that's what so i guess what i was trying to get at is like dj Khaled, who everyone was laughing at his snapchats back in the day and shit now has little power to take someone and just create them into an overnight sensation it is yeah it is crazy. It is crazy. But I, I, I do still believe like some, some people like will get an opportunity like that, but it won't stick. Right. You know, right. Like there, I feel like there's situations like, but that is insane. So, yeah, insane. I mean, so what's your situation going on? Obviously, I know you had a situation with a label, but we could get into that later. But I yeah. just want to talk to you about like when labels started to approach you, who approached you, if you could talk about it and just your story with labels. Um. Yeah. So, um. As soon as I had my heart went oops blow up, I had uh, this uh, I had this one song. Uh, oh no no, my heart went oops. I had this one label reached out, and it was Republic Records. That was the first label that reached out to me, and they sent me the email like, "Hey, we were this label represents like Arena Grande, Drake, whatever, whatever." Wow. And I'm like, in my mind, I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, right? And then I took a phone call with them, and dude, they were talking to me. I didn't understand anything. Were they just they were all saying. Indian? <laughs> <laughs> no. I go we are looking no, no, to no. get you onto our album. We, my name is James Johnson <laughs> from Alabama. <laughs> Diago, Diago's like, I'm fucking in, bro. Give me the contract right now. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, it was, it was just like they were saying 
so many business terms like like a single deal, a album deal, a long-term deal, uh uh like royalties what I, they were just giving so much weird like terms that I didn't understand at the time and I was like yeah, like I was so in the excitement and I think they know that. They know like once they reach out like oh, we can probably fuck up this guy. You know what I mean? Like we can maybe not fuck up, you know? But uh I like to think, you know, everybody thinks well whatever mm -hmm. but um yeah like we can like take like a big portion of this guy whatever and uh then i, I was a phone him i didn't understand shit and then i was like yeah 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 and then hanged up and i'm like damn like what the hell like i don't even understand shit but um next thing you know um i was talking with the manager and the manager told me like hey man like i'm gonna really help you like i got you like let me just handle all these calls. Like, let me show you that I can be a good manager. So this I was, was like, a separate manager that. There was a separate manager that hit me up. Um, it was funny how he hit me up because he was like, uh, he just sent me like a long Instagram DM, and I was like, yo, this guy just wants money. Fuck it. Then he sent me another one. And I was like, fuck it. But then he was like, bro, let me at least like, like hear my speech at least. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna give him a chance. Went on the phone with him, and then he was just, I was asking him every question. He was just explaining to me, okay, so how this deal works, this deal works, blah 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 blah. So I was like, okay. And then he called me again and he was like, yo, let, like after like my heart went, oops, started rising. He called me. He's like, bro, let me like help you. I got you. Let me show that I'm a good manager. So I was like, all right, let's do it. So after that, next label I reached out was uh, Alamo Records. It's a, uh, I don't know who's on the roster again, but uh, they reached out, whatever, talking, business, and, and I'm like still not understanding. But then my manager took control. Um, I had, uh, what's. Uh, the label name uh, Capital Records I had Wow The other label uh, Fuck What's the other label The the, the baby's label What is um, Interscope Interscope Records um, Basically all the lab labels Except Def Jam So uh, the way that it worked It was actually pretty funny Um, So my manager went uh, For a producer thing To Epic Records And uh, then in, he told me, like, oh, like, why don't I just uh, mention, like, this guy, like, Tiags, whatever, that he's, like, blowing up on TikTok. He mentioned it to the A&R, and as soon as he mentioned it, he was like, I want to sign this guy. I want to sign this guy. I was like, shit, that's crazy. And then they, he told me, like, bro, you're going to be flown out. They want to fly you out, whatever. So I was like, great. Flew out, went to the Epic Records, like, business meeting, whatever. I went in. It was, like, a whole room. I sat down. It was like huge ass speakers, like huge ass speakers. The CEO comes in, the executive producer comes in, and then the A&R comes in. They're all like just there. And I'm like, damn, like you really feel the vibration in the room. And then they were like, okay, so uh, let's uh, let's hear the unreleased records that you have, whatever. And I'm like, okay, and then let's play them. And then I see like the, C the CEO is like an old lady, right? Like, Really? And she's just yeah, bumping yeah, that yeah. shit? She's just like, she's like, <laughs> like. Just like, and the speakers are loud as fuck. And I'm like, damn, she's got like, like chains on. She's like throwing yo, up gang signs under the table. She didn't have like, she had like a, bro, she had like a huge ring, bro. Like, bro, it looked like, like some like voodoo shit. Bro. Are we talking like 80 years old or like, what are we bro, talking like, about? I'm gonna Google it right now, actually. Damn, she was about yeah, to she go. Not, she, yo, how old is she? Uh, Sylvia. Sylvia. So, oh yeah, you can go Sylvia Epic Records. Sylvia. She's like, bro, I'd give her like 65. All right. This is the There she is. Gangster. Pull up a closer picture. That's her. Sylvia. Oh, this woman was just rocking to the music. Huh? Yo, she was just like, and then 
After... You did her dirty. She's like 55. <laughs> Sorry, Sylvie. If you're watching this. Dropped. Damn. Uh. <laughs> Damn. Black so, yeah, so like what happened? They start playing your music, your unreleased music. Yeah, so Sylvia's like, you know, and whatever. And then music stops. And then she looks at me, like just turns around, just looks at me. And she's like, like a serious face, bro. And she's like, you have to, uh, you have to keep doing what you're doing. You have to keep doing what you're doing. And then um, A and R, the other guy Zeke, bro. He's he looks like a literally basketball player, bro. Like big hands, tall. He was like, you was fire, like fire. And then A and R is like, when are we signing? When are the papers? Whatever, let's do it. Let's do it. So this is all in like on spot decision. On spot. Because they hadn't heard it before the unreleased music, right? Um, they were actually hearing. They call me Tiago. But it wasn't popping. It was my heart went oos. But oh. they heard they called me Tiago and they were like, this is a hit. This is a hit. But they, it wasn't like popping, popping, popping. It only popped when I came back from LA. It started popping. But um, they were like listening and they were like, yo, like, yeah, yeah. like." And then. Um, so they signed you before your. They didn't stopped. sign me then. They, they didn't, didn't sign me then. They didn't sign me then. No. But they were like, we want to sign him. Like, we want to. So did you end up signing with them later on? Um, so later on I did, but uh, before that I went like because I had also a lawyer that he was like hooking me up. Like he um, he he made me go to uh, Hitco Records. It's uh, L.A. Reed. I don't know if you guys are yeah, familiar. absolutely. Um, and then he was like, yeah, this guy L.A. Reed, whatever. So I'm like, okay, like I'm gonna I'm gonna like go check it out, bro. I come to the room, Hitco. They're like, yo, what's up? What's up? Here's water. It was just water brands. Like, oh yeah, yeah, get some water, whatever. And then um, they put me in a room. It's like, you know, those like offices that are huge tables, like, like literally a like a room movie, kind of conference thing. room. Yeah. And then next, thing you know, everybody from the whole building just goes in that room. And then you see L.A. Reed, like he's a character, bro. Like he just comes in, like just looks at everybody. He's like, yo, and then goes to the big chair. He's like, and then they, they all like stare at me. I'm standing up and then L.A. Reed is like, we're ready. And I'm like, ready for what? And then the guy beside me, he's like his uh, assistant. He's like, okay, so with how Ellie Reed works, so the way he signs people, uh, he wants to see people perform their song, whatever. And I heard this guy, oh, like he signed, Ellie Reed, he signed like Usher, he signed, uh, no, not Post Malone, uh, Usher, Future, 21 Savage, uh, like, uh, who else? Uh, Jennifer Lopez, like this guy, like, yeah, no, Jennifer this guy. Jennifer Lopez? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's in with Hitco. That's like a weird... 21 Savage Future. Yeah, yeah. Jane Lowe. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is. So, so he wanted you to perform in front of him. Yeah. In front of all these people in the conference All these room. people. And I've never performed. Like, I was like, I just started blowing up, right? And then I I told him, like, bro, like, I don't I don't know how to, to perform, whatever. And he's like, and then my manager's like, bro, you got to do something. Mm -hmm. So then I looked at everybody. I'm like, hey, guys, so I'm not going to, like, perform my song, but I will dance on my song. And then uh, I played one of my unreleased music and then just started doing some like dance shit. I did like this hat trick. And then I see like LA Reed and share like, wow, like everybody losing their mind, like, wow. And then they put me in another room and uh, they keep my manager. And then shit is going on. And then you've never seen your manager since. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that's it. That's the story. And uh, no, and then he comes back. He's like, "Yeah, bro, uh, they don't want you to leave the building until you sign." And I'm like, "Wait, what?" Oh, like, this sounds like some crazy shit. And apparently, he said, "Like, yeah, apparently that's how LA Reed works. Like, he doesn't let the artists leave the building until they sign. Like, right now." So, uh, whoa, whoa, that's yeah. It was it was some like I don't I didn't know what to do. So uh, I went to another. They put me in another room with my manager, 
And then I was like, hey, like, can you like bring LA Reed so I can talk with him? Because like personally, I didn't know who the fuck he was. Like I did not know. So LA Reed comes in the room and he's like, okay, so like, what's 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 wrong? What's the issue? Whatever. And bro, I literally blunt out said like, like like apparently you do things, but like I don't know who you are. Like I I literally told him I don't know who you are, but like what do you do? Like literally like explain me because I don't know shit. And then he laughs like, ha, 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 you know, like a very strong laugh like. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> And then he started explaining to me what he did, whatever. Like, he found, like, artists. And then he was like, okay, we're going to do it. And I'm like, all right, we're going to do it. Um, My manager was asking for a mill, like, a mill to, like, sign the, the record deal. Um, Next thing you know, we left the building. We didn't sign. They gave us an offer. It wasn't what we asked for. It was, like, so many albums for, like, not even the same, the same price. Mm -hmm. So we just left it. And then... So while you're on that topic, <laughs> you guys wanted a mill for like what how does that work they give you a million for is it per year or is it per so uh how the record five albums yeah so it really depends right um they'll give you like a mil for you they'll give you like three mil for recording and then all the the marketing is like on them so like let's say you drop a song if the song does well they're gonna pour so much money into that shit and then you have like a recording budget where you use it just to record. And if you don't use it at the end of the deal, they're supposed to give that back to you. So, but they own, they they basically own the song till you recoup all the money. So let's say uh, I have a, a song, it blows up, it has like a million streams per se. Then they want to sign me with that song, a record deal for like two mil for me and then three mil recording budget. So how it works is like they'll keep the masters of that song. So that song is making money, but all that money goes to them till they recoup the whole million, the whole million. So uh, that happens. And after that's done, you basically get 20% and then they stay with 80%. So wow. it's like some, it's, it's like a bank. It's like a loan. They give you a loan and then you're supposed to recoup it throughout the years. Right. So, um, wait, I forgot I'm, what topic. I'm hungry over here. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, you were talking about uh, after you guys didn't sign, you left LA. Yeah, building. didn't sign, left the building, and then uh, Epic Records wasn't like hitting us back. So my manager decided to like go to the actual building and then talk with them. He's like, "Okay, it's set. We're gonna do it. Whatever." And I was like, "Yeah, let's do it. We're gonna do it." Boom. Uh, flew back to uh, flew back to Canada, and also uh, so there's like the labels and there's the publishing. Publishing one also to sign me Sony ATV, so they. Yeah, they signed me, and uh, then I signed with Epic Records, and uh, three from there. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot. <laughs> so, I mean, another thing with, like, music, I wanted to ask about, like, the behind-the-scenes stuff with the industry, but we'll get into that when we get into the Spill the okay. Nova section. I guess I wanted to transition right now into asking you about girls in the music industry, because, I mean, everyone knows when you watch a music video, you see girls, everyone knows situation with girls is so different in the music industry than what a lot of people are used to um personally are you in a relationship uh is that something you're looking for what's your situation in um before um like blowing up and stuff i had a relationship for like five years it was like a solid one um she like helped me with all the struggles whatever it was great but uh then next thing you know it ended because uh she'd get like really jealous whatever and it just didn't work out because i was going to la and i knew that that's where i had to be and the fact that we had like different lives it wasn't working out 
So now, was that jealous because of just, I mean, when you're in the music, you're just around girls or dude. Yeah. Like she'd get jealous. Like, I don't know if you know. Yeah. You, you know her, uh, from the wish house. Um, Ekaterina, the tall girl, tall girl, dude, I did a video. What? Yeah, bro. It was what? that bad. It was that bad. It was that bad. No, yeah. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying you were dating a fucking seven, two. Oh fucking... no, no, I didn't date her. Oh, no, 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 Basically, I did a video of like, oh, like, you know, the song, the commentary, and then she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And we all planned it. It was all scripted. And then she was like, oh, can I give you a kiss? Next thing you know, I'm like reaching because she's so tall. I'm reaching. She doesn't reach me, but she's trying to give me a kiss. But we just cut it. She didn't actually give me a kiss. And then next thing you know, I post it. And like five minutes later, she calls me. It's like, yo, you're embarrassing in front of my friends. What are you doing? Like, you're doing this type of shit, whatever. As soon as I heard that, bro, I was like, this is already affecting the business side of things so i had to make a decision i was like this bro i need to put like my put your down. foot down yup <laughs> yeah yeah so um so yeah no i had to end it whatever and then um now in the situation that i'm at right now um i like yeah like i'll like mess with like a couple like i always go like for a couple but it, it you go would for, you go for like a couple huh so you go for like the married couple you try no. to get that threesome <laughs> action going with them we twist his words exactly turn. that exactly that i go for the couples because like it's better like one versus 20. you know what i mean i feel that one guy versus 20 guys like single is like a lot of guys but couples you just gotta you know just against one guy it's not that hard so, yeah you know what i mean <laughs> So if anyone's in watching this, that's in a couple. Anyone, anyone in a relationship in a that's relationship, watching this right now, <laughs> hit me up. Hit me up. But um. So where are you at? Like, tell me about the situation. Like, what's the industry like with girls? Um, people hmm. come up to you, or do you get like groupies, as people would say? Oh my groupies. god, Tiago! Oh my god, I want to, I want to, I want to. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, bro, I had a situation, bro. I had this one girl from Vegas. Dude, I've I've never experienced it because, like, yo, like, I didn't, like, have all of this before, right? So this girl, man, she, uh, I was, like, texting her. She really wanted to see me, whatever. She sent me, like, uh, like uh, booty pics, and I'm like, all right. Like, but she lives in Vegas, and, um, bro, I swear, she, how many hours is it from here? From almost four hours. Yeah. She left, like, at 9 p.m., literally drove all the way to LA, came here, got pounded. <laughs> Next thing you know, she leaves the morning, and that was it. And all I had to do was go to what's that place called? That what's like the famous uh, uh, fast food here in LA? In and Out. All I had to do was drive it in and out, get some fries, get a burger, came back, and then just like, like I, I was, it, it was crazy because she just came for that. And she left. Interesting. <laughs> I was like, damn. So are you, are you like, what's your status now? Are you looking for a relationship? Are you open to a relationship? Or are you like, I'm going to focus on this right now and get into that later? Um, I would, I would, I'd, I'd, I'd want a relationship. Yeah. I, I'd want someone to like, 
actually have like a genuine connection for it because like i feel like messing with girls and just never ends right i feel like there you'd never have enough it's literally never enough but um it, it's been hard because like i i really believe like i really no i really feel that once like i'm like trying to get a girl like i i, I kind of like the girls that are more low-key i'm not gonna lie like uh yeah i don't mind if she's like a celebrity or whatever but um a lot of them like from the city that i'm from like canada they they're so not used to like having like this guy that fucking ruled tiktok whatever and i feel like it's a little bit harder because like they're like oh like why why is he talking to me oh he's just want to fuck me oh like whatever and it never ends up being like an official thing because their lives are too different now i'm here i'm out here i don't know how it's gonna be i feel like i've i've, I've having fully experienced i did have some like crazy weird experiences before but um right now i feel like i'm just like taking it more smoothly and if it happens it happens right but i'm keeping my options open i think I la especially with all the money the entertainers everything going on here um i'd say like some advice to you is yes thank you i would need it don't like really like if you're telling me like i'm open to a relationship i'm looking like truly like go out with that intention because the second you get caught up in the i'm gonna hook up with this many people it becomes this really bad kind of every night oh, thing really it's like a i mean it's like this whole la lifestyle that all these guys are trying to live and stuff like yeah. that and you're never satisfied like you said yeah, it's always 100%. like every night you need that for satisfaction before you get on with your day and it's, yeah. it's just going to eat you alive especially you're like so like into something so big that whatever la could do to you to ruin you as an entertainer it's going to try to do to you a lot of people like come out here they fail and then that's why there's people that like so many people have had these crazy lives in la have had so much fame money and just end up dead oh, broke wow. everything so it's like it's scary it's like people try to use you here people are going to try to be around you just for their personal sake yeah um obviously because i'm i lived an hour away um and it's life the, my lifestyle there was so different like oh, really people are genuinely like they want to be your friend like people hit me up now they're like well, dude i hang out with people no talk about business no talk about money mm -hmm. no talk about anything we're just genuinely having a good time the second you start building friends out here if you don't find the right friends it's always going to be about what are, you, what, are you, what are you doing next with your this like what are you doing that when yeah. are we going to be able to do this in business that in business but then it just becomes this repetitive thing and you're just going to fall into the cycle that people in LA are just falling into. That's why a lot of my friends, like, you know, Shane and them, they're all from Ohio. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of my friends aren't even yeah, from LA. <laughs> but yeah, I'd say just be careful, like, especially in music, bro. Like the shit I've heard about music, I'd say like yeah, out here, just stay away from whatever. Like, yeah, stay away from drugs, bro. The drug's going to oh, yeah, no, fuck I don't up do your life, shit. bro. No, no, no. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's crazy. But keep doing your fucking music, dog. Yeah, no, of course. <laughs> you gotta course. think about it too. Like the people that are like truly inspirational, like truly have like these movements that everybody looks up to. Even like you know, like these rappers really aren't like nonstop fucked up every day of their life. Like these are like really smart businessmen that the average people don't see. Like people look at like let's take what like future for example mm -hmm. be like oh this dude's high all the time he's fucking living his life but then you hear this man speak and he speaks with some kind of presence like this guy's a really smart businessman he yeah. knows what he's doing these guys aren't fuck-ups like fuck-ups only could go so far until until they fall off but yeah. then like these guys in your industry in my industry like the lives you, they're portraying to you aren't their real lives half yeah. the time it is these yeah. guys like it's an image it's an image Literally. absolutely like yeah. you have an image here you're holding talk to me about that like is this like your style has this always been your style is this what you're trying to portray 
So uh, back in the day, I didn't I didn't give a fuck about image. Like it was all music, 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 music. But then I realized how important image was because nobody knew who the fuck I was, but they knew the music. And then even my TikToks, I wouldn't even give a fuck that like I'd wear like pajamas, whatever, whatever. But um, it sometimes works for people. Look at Adam Sandler. You know, he just dresses how he dresses and that's his brand, yeah. right? So um, I actually had a conversation with J.O. J.O.? Yeah. Um, and uh, J.O. is one of our friends who yeah. is also, he also makes music. Shout out to J.O. <laughs> but um, we were having a conversation and he told me like, yo, bro, in order to be a strong brand, you should be a brand that people can dress as for Halloween. So I was like, that's interesting. So I was like, okay, should I like wear two chains? Like, what what should I do? And then I got a call from my homie randomly, and he's like, bro, like, why don't you dye your hair, bro? And I'm like, damn, I don't know, I don't know. And he's like, bro, like, like do it like a split dye or whatever. And I'm like, oh. should I do a split dye? I, don't know. I was like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm gonna do it. Did the split dye, and bro, as soon as I did. The, I dyed my hair, posted more TikToks, whatever. I had a couple that went really viral. Um, bro, people started recognizing me like crazy. Like, especially like where I'm from. Bro, like every single minute, like, yo, my gosh, you're the guy. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. How crazy is that? Just because of the hair. Just because of the change, the style. And that made me realize how image was. Even, even right now, bro, you go to LA, you dress like a fucking superstar, bro. And then you talk with someone, they think you're some. They literally think you're someone, bro. Yeah. Literally. You pull up with a fucking rental Lambo or some shit, they automatically be this guy. We need to get in contact with this guy. Yeah. And then that goes back to the problem I was speaking about. Every Once people see money, once they see any kind of fame that could help them, it's like yeah. they're going to suck your dick till they get that yeah. shit off you, you know? I mean, look, I'm not going to lie. I was uh, I went to like this like house thing, and then I saw a guy, guy walking, bro. He looked like so well, drip, whatever. I thought he was like, the shit like i thought he did some crazy shit then i looked at the instagram and i'm like oh shit this guy only has like 200 followers like this guy really fucking nailed the image like that was crazy you know what i mean but uh it's, it's just the like, people you don't expect bro you're dude. gonna you're gonna see that it's the people with dude with vans on with that is true. pink shorts <laughs> just explaining myself <laughs> uh, but um not totally agree man yeah so i mean you talking about the getting recognized and whatnot, I think that's like that's big. But then for you, what's even bigger is you performed at the Hive Music Festival, right? Yes. Yeah. And how what's the feeling of like people singing your song? Like that's Bro, something else, huh? I'm not gonna lie. When I when I went on that stage, the first song that I played was a unreleased. Uh, it it was a very like very like suicide boys type crowd, and I came in and it was some like Latin shit. The first song, bro. I swear to God, bro. I went in that stage, bro. Singing the song, yeah, nah, nah, nah. bro. No one moving, just literally being stared at. And in my mind, I was like, "Wow, this is like thirty thousand people just looking at me, just literally like." <laughs> that's yeah. And I'm like, that's crazy. But in my mind, I told myself, you know what? I'm just gonna do my thing and then get the fuck out. Mm -hmm. Second song came, my heart went, "Oops." That was quiet too. Quiet, quiet, and I'll speak about. It. I don't give a. And fuck. where was this? This was in Utah, Utah. Oh, oh yeah, so, the Mormons bro. weren't fucking with that shit. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, bro. They said like, the Lord is watching. I'm keeping my hands crossed. <laughs> dude, it was like, like it was. Yeah, it was like uh, post Malone, post Malone, Snot, Denzel Curry, uh, Suicide. Wait, Boy. these guys were all there. They were all there. Like Night Lovell. Like it was hardcore shit. Like wow. 
ski mask didn't come ski mask didn't come but um it was that type of crowd and i was just there my heart went oops nothing then my other song it was like hey hey shh, dude no you gotta go like hey oh okay okay hey did that shit quiet Fucking quiet huh? bro quiet and then i i did muffins in the freezer bro that shit got lit up bro yeah everybody liked it like i started dancing and shit and people were actually fucking with it and i'm like that's so fucking weird what I, like that's the song like dude there's that's this is a story with that song but like when i was like literally singing it everyone was like yo like fucking with it then i played a, a dance song that i gained the crowd literally started doing backflips and shit creating the crowd and then i played the call me Seattle. the crowd was lit went in like yeah 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 and then uh got out and um yeah, no, that was a that was a, a very a, a very learning process for me. Yeah, have you ever crowd surf or would you? Um, I did a pogo. Is it called the pogo? A pogo. A pogo. It's like when you get in the crowd and you're like singing the song. Oh, you like house. stood in. No, I'm talking like back. People oh, carrying no, you, no, pushing, you, pulling you back. No, dude, if I was ever in that shit and like someone came on top of me, like going, dude, I try to grab those balls. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking grab that shit, snatch one. You can. <laughs> <laughs> dude look what i got he's like dude i got a, I got a piece of his pants i'm like dude i got his left nut bro. <laughs> with all that blood and yeah. shit yes i'm gonna sell this on ebay fuck fuck <laughs> like, fucking take that take the left nut fucking flip that shit make it up the your pants. make that shit nft <laughs> fuck that shit <laughs> Fuck him! Fuck! You look at the left nut. Are you on TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Bro, Gary, I'm bleeding. I'm bleeding." Oh man, patience. Oh, man. Patience, all right. <laughs> Macro patience. Micro speed. Speed. <laughs> Micro, Micro. The other way around. Yeah, other way around. <laughs> Micro patience. <laughs> Macro, no, Macro speed. Micro patience. Ma micro, pa micro speed. Oh, oh no, you're right. Patience. No, no, you're right. Micro speed. Yes, that's yeah, it. There you go. Boom. There you go. Fuck. <laughs> My man, don't shake the hand. My man, my man, my man, fire. You actually impersonated really well. Yeah. No, I think I mean you. You do good too. I don't oh, hear myself you, doing thank good. You. Fuck your pair. Fuck, fuck that shit. <laughs> Love it. All right, uh, you ready for some spill the boba? You ready to try some boba? Do you like boba? Boba. Dude, I tried it once with on a date. Man, I didn't really like it. You were about I'm to try lie. my black balls today, baby. Oh shit. All right. right, I didn't know I was gonna try Bola. But... Wait, right here, I'm. A... Damn. All right, let's do it. Yo, Wish House was fire. Wish House was so good, bro. Dude, 2020 I, was I was talking really so much shit year. on it, but now, like, <laughs> bro, we did the video, like, like uh, the first time we it? met, you're like, hey, can you come here and pretend to be the Tiago yeah, guy? Like, I'm Tiago. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's the first time yeah. we met. You're like, hey, Kia, you you be me. I'm like, yeah, all right, yeah, like, yeah. I'm Tiago. <laughs> and dude, and then we went to the fucking what was that place called, bro? so funny though in like in san diego bro it's like damn oh, no, i talked about that last time with oh. alex the the nudist resort no. <laughs> tiago pulls up at night to this nudist resort he's like i'm going home <laughs> he drives from here to san diego and then all the way back when he sees a nude guy walking bro, I, swear, I came with shane and we were like yo like this is like some like mansion pool whatever <laughs> Dude, bro, <laughs> naked people walking bro we're, we're like what the actual fuck we're sleeping in trailers bro they think they're coming to some wish house mansion that was that was so funny but you don't even know half the rules that they had over there because you guys left we couldn't get in the pool unless we were naked <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, we couldn't film because it'd make the people uncomfortable. I'm like, you guys invited Dude, us here to shit film. Out of them. <laughs> bro, I posted a TikTok. I, I did hide them, right? But bro, this is, I think I have the video, bro. Like, I, I yeah. yeah. So I was talking about it last time. I'm like, it's it's really funny when like we were playing tennis. And every time you look out the tennis court, there's some naked dude just like mowing the lawn. <laughs> bro, that, oh that, that was, was oh, that was so fun. That's something to talk You left. About, you guys literally left bro, that we night. literally left, yeah. They came for like an hour and then left. Yeah. We so were I like, can't do this, bro. It's like, what else were we going to do? <laughs> like, I don't the know. headlines, <laughs> Tiago caught in nudist resort. Oh, they photoshopped some naked body on you. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh dude Margo was probably there man yeah Tiago on the hunt for Margo yo, damn <laughs> alright you ready to try some boba in this yeah, segment right, of spill the boba before we get into it I want to give a big shout out to It's Boba Time in North Hollywood on Lancashire for supplying the boba if you guys want your boba go check them out and shout out to boba shout out to It's Boba Time baby alright we are gonna cool with sharing a straw on each of them huh? are you like a germaphobe you want to share straws are you germaphobe not really, no. You could be a germaphobe. I don't know. That's just true. Yeah, you know. I'll, I'll let really, you sip really it first. really open-minded. <laughs> Which one do you want to try first? I'll give uh, you the flavors. Uh, damn, let's start with the green. Green. This looks... is matcha. Matcha milk tea. You might Can I be like honest that. with the, the taste? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, I'd gotcha. prefer. So if you're going to be honest. Their feelings. If you're going to be honest, let me start you off with this one. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, he's not going to like this. All right. Yeah, yeah, blue, yellow hair ass guy. He's not going to like this. All right. <laughs> Better fucking like, like it. Try this. Damn. That one, you'll like. I think you'll like that one. I hope you'll like that That's one. That's chocolate, eh? No. Yeah. Is this cookie in the green yeah. have chocolate? Yeah. I don't eat chocolate. Fun fact. You don't, don't like chocolate? chocolate? I, don't, I don't eat it. No. I chose the worst flavors for yeah. you, bro. I'm, I'm, can I be honest? Yeah, be All honest. Right. This is really good. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, yeah. Shout out Boba Time. Uh, uh, that, that was really good. Coming mm. from someone that doesn't eat chocolate. This one is so good, bro. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I just want it, makes you, it makes me, it, uh, literally Christmas came in my mind. Literally. Mm. It snowed in my brain. All right, so what we do on this segment is I ask you one thing. You're going to spill the boba about it. Tell us what's going on with that situation. Um, I'm going to put my shades on for this because I feel like... All right, so tell me. You're in an industry that has a lot of hate. How do you personally deal with these haters? So it's like a couple things. One is uh, really putting myself in the position where like these people, like it's jealousy. Like it's people that look at you and they see themselves through you and they need to portray negativity to you because they themselves are not in a position where they wish they were. You know, I came from like in my basement. I'm pretty sure a lot of people relate. I guess that's what a lot of people don't know. I think the hate comes because people are like, oh, he got lucky. He did this. But no, he's like really been working at it for such yeah, a long time. Yeah, and I, and I also feel like, for example, I feel like a lot of people get the fell off comment. Like, oh, you fell off. You fell off. <laughs> 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 okay, okay, okay. That's actually smart as fuck. That's actually smart. Oh. Chris, please edit that really good. <laughs> All right, so you you like that first one. I'm going to start giving you another one as I ask you this spill the boba kind of question. Um, This one is strawberry Oreo, by the way, also chocolate. <laughs> Bro, it looks like we had sex. <laughs> like putting back my shit. Shit, it's funny to get shit Wait, let me redo that. Let me redo that. <laughs> 
All right, so I'm gonna give you strawberry boba, strawberry Oreo boba. Let me know what you think about this one. As we get into the topic of a situation you had with a record label, um, whatever you want to discuss out of that, go ahead and spill the boba. I like this one better. You like this one better? Yeah, yeah. That was like the most like look strawberry. of. He was like, I like strawberry. He was like, Wait, what was the question? Yeah, I like this one better. Like, <laughs> um, by your record label. Um. I'm not too sure what the situation was, but if you want to start it up, damn. <laughs> Armand dropped his phone in the back. Is that is that what you want to talk about? Is that cool? Yeah. Um. <laughs> My label. Uh, yeah. So I had a situation where they gave me a recording budget and I didn't use it. They basically owed me, because it was written in the contract, they owed me like $400,000. So um, the album, the deal was a three album deal. And after the first album, they get to decide if they want to continue or not. For a second album, they have to pay me another 200,000 and then they have to pay me another 200,000. So what happened was we did the first album but uh they didn't want me to drop mute they didn't let me drop music so i was like what the hell like i I, how am i gonna get out of this deal and uh, what happened was it was like 12 songs total and i dropped 10. and then they were like okay we're gonna part ways so i was like in the contract it says if you complete the 12 songs that's when they gotta pay you because they owe you four hundred thousand. because i didn't use the recording budget but you only did 10 huh you had the agreement for the 12 songs yeah and i was at 10 and they wouldn't, they're like, they would really delay my next drops. So at the end, they were like, yeah, we're going to part ways. So they were kind of smart about it because that means they didn't really, they, they don't really owe me the 400000 if I didn't complete it because this is in the contract, right? Now, is this the same label we were same talking label. about earlier? Same label, Epic Records. If I somehow, if something happens to me somehow, just know that I didn't do it and something out there was trying to do it to me. So it was probably maybe targeted. Hopefully, knock on wood, I will still be here. Knock on some wood. But if I start talking about this, I don't know how it's going to affect the outer world or the shit that happens behind the music industry you know we, we don't have to talk about it bro no, i'll talk about it i'll talk about it my don't mind talking about it but yeah basically they uh oh uh they yeah i was supposed to finish the songs but we just ended up being like hey like they they were like first like okay we're gonna part ways so we were like it was so toxic bro like the money didn't wasn't even worth it so i was like we're all gonna get out and then we got out of the deal and then i lost the 400,000, but I was so already so grateful from what they gave me because I was always broke before. So I didn't really, it didn't really like hurt me as much. It didn't really hurt me actually, to be honest, you know? So yeah, that was the only thing. So I wanted to talk like that kind of transitions me into, was that the end of the story with the label? So I wanted like, there's a lot of scary stuff that happens behind closed doors, especially in the music industry. And the one I've heard is about what is it called? Like a death clause. What? Um, I heard a lot of, I, I don't know if that's the word for it, but I heard there's a lot of contracts with artists that um, 
when they die. Uh, <laughs> we're like talking about death and shit. Like they're fucking doing a shake way behind his back. Um, get those gains. Oh, let me start opening up another one. So yeah, the death clause. What I heard is what when an artist passes away, that's signed to a label, for example, that now the insurance has to pay the label this load of money uh, for the artist passing away, which is kind of leads me into uh, the the reasoning as to why a lot of these artists that are dying is being put on the labels, killing them. You know, I really believe that because if you kill an artist, they say the death of an artist is the best marketing for an artist. As soon as they die, bro, their streams go up and who makes the money? The label. The label. And the thing is, that's why insurance companies, a lot of times hire security guards for artists that's not through the label. That's not through the managers. It's through the insurance. So the oh. insurance says, if you are going to work with this label, we are going to ensure you have security at all this time in your life. Oh. Uh, because if you die, we owe your label this many billions of dollars. So if you're staying alive, we don't lose money. The second you die, we owe this, all this money. That's why labels want to sign. And whatever's happening, I don't know if, what, if I could even say this shit, but there's a whole scary truth behind it. And that's the, that's the okay. theory as to what's going on. Um, I'm not too familiar, but that's what I've heard. So, damn. But it would make sense. Like, if I only cared about money and I had no soul, like no care about humans, like I don't give a fuck. Like I'm that rich and all I want is money. I'd do that shit. I literally like, okay, I'm gonna sign this artist. I'm gonna make him so famous, and then accident is gonna happen. Move a little, you know. Pay this guy. This guy doesn't give a fuck about his life. Boom, boom. Hire him. Boom. Hire him, pay him. He knows that his family is going to be set for life. So what what does he have to lose? He was always broke. And he was like, oh, if I kill this person, maybe my, my, I know that my family is going to be good because the label is going to, you know, take care of me. Try some Thai tea, baby. <laughs> that, it, it's logical, but, you know, who's like not that human to do that? Right. You know? Like there's a sense of humanity that is lost. I'll be interested with how you feel about this one. This one's weird to you, huh? Dude. Uh, uh. So in my country, there's something called ayacas. It's like a Venezuelan thing. It's okay. a Latino thing. Dude, it tastes exactly like this. Do you like ayacas? I don't know. It feels weird drinking ayacas. What is, is it like a fruit? I don't even know, man. What do you, what I don't know. Do you, it do tastes you like healthy, it? but I don't like it. I, this is absolutely, I don't think that healthy, but I mean, I'm surprised you like, like a that weird one. taste. It's like some vegetarian shit. Yeah. Vegans, huh? Yeah. Fuck vegan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, are I'm, you vegan? I'm vegan. Are you really? That was very disrespectful. I'll say it again. Even if you're vegan, I'm, I don't give I'm two vegan. fucks. Are you really vegan? Yo, you don't care about the animals? Dude, fuck. Eating fuck, it, fuck the animals. Fuck your parents. Do you want to try some bro, matcha milk tea? Are you really vegan? No, I'm kidding. No, dude, fuck that say. shit, bro. I, and you, meat, I know you be bro. I know you be eating Yo, that meat. Oh, yeah. I know bro. the way you took your shirt off on my podcast. I know you be eating Yo, that bro, meat. I be eating so, all sorts of meat, man. Here, have some pistachios, shit. baby. No, this one, that one's actually matcha milk tea. Shout out Jeffrey Dammer. Ooh. You don't like that type of... <laughs> <laughs> what if they make like a... A parody called uh, uh, 
the vegan Jeffrey Ugh. Dahmer. Bro, that's oh, nasty. What would the vegan Gross. Jeffrey Dahmer eat? Huh? What would the vegan, Jeffrey, vegan Dahmer? Jeffrey Dahmer, what would he do? I saw you, maybe nails and shit. Oh my God. Or hair. No? He's like clipping toenails and shit. Did you, know? <laughs> you didn't like yeah. this one? No. All right, let me try this one. Do you get like a fishy taste from it? It tastes like water and they put like some shit with the water. That's exactly what it is. Bro. <laughs> You're describing every drink in the world. <laughs> um, cool. So let's brighten up the mood a little bit. Um, what's big in music culture? Money. Is Tiago a heavy spender? Tiago is making an important text message right now. Wait. Um, so I have like a Porsche outside right now. And I basically got to change it with the C8, the Corvette. So like... They're like here. What's going on? <laughs> so I like, so I like gotta go get the car and give them the car. Everyone here believed you, bro. I don't know what to believe anymore. No, no, no. Like that ass. Like, do you guys have like two minutes? Oh, wait, are you serious? Yeah. You mean dead ass? Yeah. Do I, can no, I, you're not. No, no, I'm dead ass. Like I, I literally gotta show me, bro. They are there with the C8 right now. You swear on Jesus, bro. On God. What? Can we but film? No, no, no. Like, can huh? we come out and film this? Yeah. Fuck yeah. You really? I, the second I ask you if you have a car, like if you spend a lot of money, there's someone waiting to take your Porsche and give you a Corvette C8. Yeah. Y'all can come. Like, yeah. I what? Not, not, yeah. I literally got to give, because I, the Porsche, I, like they gave me a Porsche because there was no other Corvette. So I got to get the Corvette. Cause that's the Corvette. Like the Corvette is like my. my okay. Car. Yeah. All right. Should we like go now? All right. Yeah. What do you guys have to say right now? This is the first time this has happened on this podcast. So or... like, is this part of the podcast then? I asked this man. I asked him if he spends a lot of money. Next thing you know, he's like, "Oh, dude, I gotta go downstairs. My Corvette C8 is waiting for me. They're gonna take the Porsche." Like, dude, this no, is I good. like this. I like the vibe of it. It's so like creative. You gotta take me for a ride, bro. Dude, like, have you seen my car? It looks like your hair. No, but like, I feel honestly, like, I feel like I haven't actually, like, actually got to know you. Like, I always see you, but yeah, actually, you never know you. Right but you're super chill, bro. Like, for real. Like Respect, bro. Are you Latino? I'm Persian. Yeah, Chris about to edit a vlog cast right now. Wait, is Stuart up there? Stuart's up there, right? Look, they're already checking me. <laughs> what the fuck? Hey, no script, no script, baby. No script, dude. They're literally. He's a Porsche right now. They're the Porsche. Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> Y'all want water? Oh, Bro, the question he asked lined this shit up dude, so I literally perfectly. asked him, are you a heavy spender? Right when I do it, he gets the text for you guys are here. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah. Dude, what the fuck? Oh, I'm, I, I don't even have any words to say, bro. This motherfucker, bro. Are they taking the car over there? They are, you switch. At the same time, the record label fucking kills him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lost, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to be recording a podcast. I'm recording a fucking Corvette vlog right now. All right, cool. Before we move on, I mean, I guess we did move. That was crazy, the whole transition of what happened till now. Try this. This one is big pistachios. Oh, I'm getting a... Oh, man. Go ahead. Take it. Should I take it? Yeah, take it. All right. Yo, your friends call you, tell you you're sexy, and hang up. I like it. Yeah, bro. I need gotta, you know, gotta give them attention, but not too much, you know? My, my friends do it live. Start! Come here and call me sexy. One of Tiago's friends just called him and said he was sexy and hung up. I was like, my friends yeah. do it live. But can you see me? 
Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're on it. Oh, oh shit. No, no, you're sexy. Oh, hey, he's sexy as fuck. No, stay, tell shit. me, tell me. Oh, Ooh. you're sexy. Thank you, bro. You're super sexy. Thank you, bro. Damn. See that, bro? That's uh, that's some homie love. That's some homie <laughs> love. <laughs> yeah, you can go. Y'all yeah, kiss the homie. Oh, Y'all yeah, kiss the homies good night, eh? Stuart. Yeah, no, sometimes. Oh, you don't want to kiss Oh, shit. I was, I was going to kiss you, man. No, you don't need that. Oh, oh. There's some oh. on my desk. You can grab whatever you want. I can give a little some some for that. I don't know if I could be giving out money oh. like that. Yeah. I got it like that. You feel me? My wallet show I got it like that. You feel me? Like I'm I stay strapped for that for that. You want shit. one of my chains? You yeah, wanna wear one of them? I right. can wear that shit? Yeah, you wanna wear one? Hell yeah, I wanna wear a chain. Alright, fuck it. Let's do it. Oh there my go, god. Man. Oh, the big one too? Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. This one takes a little while to get off, so <sighs> just wear that one. No, no, guys, I'm taking, I'm taking. Well, wow, that was quick. The girls are quick oh. on this shit. <laughs> they come running. Running. You want to work one of my chains? Absolutely not. I just got it. No script. No script, baby. Fire. Off the top of the dome, the way Tiago freestyles. Hit us with a freestyle, baby. Oh, I, I got a chain on. I got I got an ad lib for you. You got to hit me with something. Damn. You want to be on, on like one of my songs? You yep. can like send me a recording, vo like actually like a professional song. Send me a recording uh, vocal, and then I'll just place it in. Really? Just like, like give me that. like four lines. What do you got? It could be written. Four lines. It could be written. Just give me something right now. Get, I'll give you an ad lib. Yeah. No, I'm ad lib. Oh, four lines bro. right now. Yeah. Hit me. Hit me. I'm like, ad lib. Words. No fucking. Oh, a beat. You want a beat? No, I'll, I'll hit you with the beat. You hit me with the rapping. Oh fuck! I'm so bad at it. Hey. All right. Hey. I've been looking at my homies trying to fuck them, yeah. trying to suck that dick, and I put it in my mouth though. Yeah. Oh. Oh shit. Hey, Yucks. hey, hey, come inside me. Yeah, that's why I call you my baby. I just need you in my life. That's it, gang. That's Thank it. That, that's when the chain comes. That's my one hit wonder right there. <laughs> there you go, bro. We just we made oh, we made a hit, bro. We made history, bro. Did you try this uh, pistachio one? Uh, no, I haven't. Do you like pistachios? I don't know what that is. These nuts. Imagine <laughs> you go to LA, read like, dude, that dick line you did, that shit was hard. That's what little Dicky happened, no? What did he do? He went to Snoop, eh? Hey, hey, bud, man's from Canada, eh? <laughs> hey, I'm gonna try this boba. That's the pistachio. Is a pistachio? That's the pistachio. No, <laughs> like five out, of, no, three out of ten. Really Four not out of good. 10. Damn, that was all uh, over the place. Yeah, no. Too much little mm. stuff. I don't know. Eight out of ten, baby. Okay, I'm so a vibe, man. I'm actually like comfortable, man. Y'all make me comfortable. I like that. Maybe a little too comfortable. Take them off then. So you, you. <laughs> last question. Last question I asked you was. Yeah. Are you a heavy spender? Next thing you know, we're downstairs swapping a Porsche for a Corvette. Man. Are you other than what just happened? Are you a heavy spender? I can get like funny about it, but I could get really deep about it. What? <laughs> like, what's funny about it? Are you spending Monopoly money no. at the clubs or something? <laughs> Honestly, um, do I consider myself a heavy spender? Oh, man. Like, if you go to the club, do you get like a table or do you get like a bar stool kind of thing? Fuck no. Fuck. I, I, when I went to Miami, the most I spent was like 1.3K. Woo! And, I, I but, thought I heard a million. I was like, oh, no, no, no. Fuck. Like, 1.3K and it like hurt me, even though. I'm like financially stable 
things like that i'm like why the fuck did i mentally do that? you're like, not ment <laughs> mentally i'm broke bro no for real like mentally i'm still broke yeah i like cars i like cars that's the thing right uh i could like i could literally if i wanted to buy a lambo but it's not the smart move to do i rather invest that shit and make the double or the triple long term instead of flashing right now you know like what 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 kind of investments do you do um i did stocks i'm heavy into stocks very heavy uh i'm doing crypto crypto um and uh, i want to do real estate i haven't done real estate yet but uh i'm very heavy into stocks that's like my main my main thing yeah so the most you spent in one night was 1.3k in one night probably yeah yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah, saying yeah. like it's the, not a that's a lot. That's like a lot. Like 1.3k. I can't if dude, if I have to Uber fifty dollars, I'm walking. I don't really? care if that shit's 10 miles. Damn. I'm walking. Oh shit. No, nah, I'm not. I'm I I, okay. I I am cheap as fuck, bro. I go when I'm I go to Chipotle. Too. But wait, you have a Tesla. I do have a Tesla. Tesla is not. I don't cheap. pay for charger. I have free charge. What was that mean? I have free charge for life. Well, what does that mean? It was like an incentive for the 2015 models of Teslas that if you if you have a 2015 model or whatever, some of them come with free charge for life. Wait, you didn't pay for your Tesla? No, I didn't. No, I, I didn't pay for the charge. I don't like if, if a, if like a Tesla, the charger. Yeah, if a Tesla charger oh, goes to charge you have the free car, electricity. I have free electricity for life forever. So while y'all are spending this little eight slight eighty dollars for four gallons on a Corvette, I'm over here plugging my shit up. I got to sit four hours, but it's still free. <laughs> Damn, I didn't know that even existed, man. Yeah, they call That's me Kia. Dope. I drive a you fucking Tesla. <laughs> no, no, that's actually like, that's very smart. Have you done investments? Yeah, I'm in uh, stocks, but I'm but, in more like long-term stocks. Yeah, no, same. Like with like crypto, I have I have Ethereum. I don't have Bitcoin, but with like stocks, I'm in like Apple, same Disney, shit. McDonald's, like a lot of like long-term stocks same that shit. I'm looking forward same to. Same shit. Only um, investing in Ethereum. Next next step is real estate. So when this YouTube shorts money hits. I mean, dude, leave, let, uh, let, let, me, let me know. Cause like, I'm trying to find people to do this real estate shit because like i want to invest but i don't want to fucking even think about it yeah i just want someone there to do the job i just give the the capital and then i worry about my life i hear you you that's, know that's yeah that's that's the best way to do it i mean and then it grows from there and it grows one, from one there. property grows to five five yeah. grows to 50 oh dude and then yeah. eventually you own a walmart yeah knock on wood bro like, knock on damn wood yeah okay i mean that was a pretty successful episode I don't know if you have anything else you want to throw out there. Actually, you got to try this one. Did you try this one? Oh, You're not going to like this one. It has a lot evil, of fruits man. in there. Look at this color, man. It's, it looks so evil. It looks good with your hair. It's got, got like... Oh, oh no. Okay, no. I think like it's my favorite one. Really? But I don't, I don't like the little stuff. The thingies. fruits? No, this is... The taste-wise, taste-wise, it's good? I like this. Nice. Dope. All right. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, today's episode was Tiago. Tiago, thank you so much for coming. We're going to say you flew all the way from Canada just for me, even though you didn't. You moved to LA, but whatever. Thank you for flying all the way from Canada just to be on the No Script Podcast. Of course. If you guys enjoyed this episode, make sure you go check out Tiago. What do you want to shout out? Shout something out. Shout out Tiags, my Instagram. I am Tiags everywhere. I am Tiags. Um, do I have a new song coming out? Not even, bro. Not even. Go check out his Instagram and stay up to date <laughs> on his story for his new songs coming out. Check out Spotify, Tiags. They call me Tiago. I'm that guy. Make sure you guys subscribe to No Script. I will see you guys every Friday for a new episode. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for watching.
Peace.